Are we are we rolling? Oh my god, I feel like we're in a big shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh my That's god. Carpeted. It is kind of it's a carpeted shower. Yummy. That's I wish that my shower I've started taking showers in um like with a little lamp in the bathroom like this, wow. like and not the overhead light. Yeah. Um which is a little strange, but no. ooh, it's moody. That's, it's so uh, moody and I love mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. I feel so good. My um, my shower head in my new apartment and I say new have lived there for many months at this point um is low like lower than my head oh my god so I have to like angle it like out and then just like let it hit the back of my oh head oh my god that's yeah. very quirky um oh yeah very quirky okay yeah. so let's I'll start the show <laughs> hey everybody welcome to <laughs> oh god should I do a, a radio voice no okay Hey everyone, welcome to Female Intern, that's this show. Um, I'm Danielle, I'm the host, and I have such a beautiful, beautiful guest today. Her name is Audrey Fromson. Hi, Audrey. Hi. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked to have Audrey here. Um, I'll just say I met Audrey through stand-up comedy, I think at BAFTA. Yeah. Um, shout out BAFTA, shout out Tim, shout out Andy, Mm -hmm. pillars of the community. Mm -hmm. Um, And Audrey is a very singular and unique performer who has a lot of influence from some artists that we both really, really respect. Mm -hmm. I'll say a little, you know, Kate Berlant, Mm -hmm. a little Jacqueline Novak. Um, Sort of in the, I I don't want to pigeonhole you into like intellectual comedy, but- But you are, wow. you're, you're a smart, you're a smart com- comedian, you know? Wow. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry to say that out loud. No, I, you know, what's interesting. Could I have accepted all that, all of those sort of praises? Instead, the only thing I'm thinking about in my mind, am I going to, am I going to give the audience that? You can cut that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't cut anything. I'm no, kind no. of concerned. I'm going to drink a little Wawa. Um, amazing way to start the show, no? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so I'm so excited to be here. Oh, my God. This is huge. This is huge. It's huge for me. Wow. Been trying to get you on for a while, and so I'm really glad. I'm really glad you're here. Thank you. Um, yeah. Do you – what would you want people to know about you? Like, mm. I I like to – you are very generously – you you list, have listened to some episodes of this podcast. Yeah. And yeah. so you kind of know what the deal is. You know mm. I'm going to be asking you lots of personal questions. Um, but I'm curious if you kind of want to start off sharing any, I don't know, context about your life mm. that you feel like would be good. Just sort of, I'm going to say the word context again. Yeah, um, yeah. Context just, for context. Context for context. Sure. Um, and, okay, so, hi. Um, <laughs> um, I'm Audrey. I I am from Connecticut. I went to school in Chicago and moved to New York afterwards mm-hmm. and I've been here for a little over a year and I've been doing comedy for a couple of years um and I guess with context for like the comedy stuff I started doing comedy in college mm-hmm. and um I mean the pandemic really you know kind of um scrambled a couple of things for just a few people mm-hmm. and um just a few yeah and so I took a little bit, I mean, not even a break, but like things were online. It was weird. And so coming and doing comedy in New York was like a totally different game. Oh, yeah. It was like post-college, Ooh, yeah. like, you know, pandemic starting to lighten up a little bit. So Yeah. And so when I first saw you today, you said, I'm coming to you frazzled. <laughs> Tell us about it. I came into the world frazzled. Did you? you? Oh, sure. My mom had to be induced. Really? I said, keep me inside. <laughs> I want to stay. Yeah. Um. Come, I'm coming to a little frazzled, and I and I thank you for letting me speak on that to to everyone at home. Um, coming to frazzled, I live uh, I live in East Harlem, so coming here on a Sunday morning was a beautiful privilege <laughs> and hardship in that I had to face my tardiness. In um, it's, tr- it's something I'm trying to work on. Are you late a lot? Always. I, I mean, I, I was on time here, but it was only because I, I, I paid someone to drive me. Yeah, and and I am killing the environment by doing that. Yeah, you yeah. single handedly are. Yeah, I struggle with uh with punctuality like mm. big time. Yes, and I think it's a it's like an inherent. 
I don't want to say it's an inherited thing. Like mm. I can I can improve it, but mm-hmm. I I recognize like I don't mean to dox my mom, but <laughs> struggles with punctuality as well, mm. and I've inherited that or haven't bothered to really strongly correct it. Yeah, and it is a source of guilt personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want everyone to know if and when I am late. Like I do respect you. It's a mm-hmm. it's a it's a me problem yes. that I will go home and like think and stew and you know feel extreme guilt about, but yes. haven't really made practical steps to to fixing that. Oh, mm. I just believe in myself too much. I'm like I'm, I'll obviously be on time. Like yeah. when has that ever ha- been on time no. twice? Twice. What what were those times? I don't remember. Yeah. They were so dumb. Like it, it, I didn't have to be on time. Yep. You know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! I, so you struggle with punctuality. Oh yeah, I mean, it's I'll huge. arrive everywhere. It doesn't matter the season. What middle of the winter? I arrive everywhere. I'm sweating. Oh my I'm gosh! Sweating. I've never arrived not perspiring. No, no. And um, it's interesting you say that your mom, not to dox. Uh, I love how we're giving absolutely no context. All that you need to know is Danielle's mom. Lives I have in, a mom, and yeah, she, she lives in New Jersey. So find her. Yeah, um, she is moving, but okay. Oh, I can't. I just can't reveal anymore. Okay, got it. Um, yeah, tell me after the pod. Uh, but my, my mom is really on time. Ooh. And it's like, oh, Audrey, maybe you just need your mom. <laughs> or you're live. rebelling. Or maybe I'm rebelling. Um, but yeah, the big thing in the house was always like, I don't like being late. Aud- you know, I have like two older sisters, like Audrey, Julia, Caroline, like, I do not like being late. And it was like, my mom would leave somewhere like for a family friend. Like if we were going to like someone's house for dinner, she'd like leave in her car and we'd be like, fuck we're like scrambling with <laughs> my dad and then there's like four cars outside yeah. this pe- person's house um, i respect that though yeah like, but fuck my, y'all I'm, I'm going no i she she yeah she, she's good at that kind of stuff uh my dad struggles greatly with punctuality so okay. um i guess i'm just a little bit of both <laughs> <laughs> i'm here okay you're the youngest yeah you're done, I guess. What are the age? What are the age gaps? So my sister Caroline, she's gonna be, I think, like 29. Okay. In like in a couple months, and then my sister Julia just turned 26, okay. and then I'm 23. Wow. Yeah. Wowie kazowie. Yeah. Yeah. So like th- about three years. Okay. Um. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on being the youngest? Do, LOL. You, do you feel like you conform to some any youngest stereotypes? Like sometimes, but my family is so. I mean, it took me a while to realize this. I guess no family's normal. Mm-hmm. But um, we are, like, you know, there's all the memes. Of course, we all love to simplify, get rid of the nuance. You know, like, the oldest child does this, the middle mm-hmm, child does mm-hmm. this, and by the third Gross, one. Gross, nuance never. Sure, sure. The third one comes around, like, you know, wild. Yeah. Um, But my sisters, my, like, in ter- I think I think that is most clearly identified like the differences with discipline Mm. like people I think like culturally but my parents were really not um good disciplinarians and also they had nothing really to discipline like my sisters um you know they didn't like party they didn't like go out drinking and smoke like um yeah yeah I'm curious if you 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 have a very particular kind of energy, and, <laughs> and I don't know if if it's if you've like been that way forever. I'm uh, curious if you ever had like a rebellious phase. Yeah, no. I mean, mm, here's the thing: like in comparison to my sisters, I would never say rebellion because, yeah. But like, you know, I have smoked weed and even own Uh-oh. weed gummies. Uh-oh. Yeah. But oh, uh, uh, are you sure you want to say that? Yeah, I'll say it. Um, I'll say it. My parents know. They're like, okay. my dad's like, I smoked weed in college with Jeffrey Rosenblatt. We oh listened to records. <laughs> and I'm like, you're trying to relate Jeff. to me, but I need you to stop. Yeah. Um, and neither of my parents have ever smoked weed. They might be lying, but I actually think that they're telling the truth. Yeah, I believe it. But, I believe it. Yes, but continue. No, no. My dad is like, I've never been drunk. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't make you cool. Yeah. And and even if you had gotten drunk, that wouldn't have made you cool either. I'm just like, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Um, my mom definitely. I mean, she both of them went to like college in the 70s. Like my mm. mom, like hot stuff. Yeah. Always had an older boyfriend, like yeah. smoking the weed. Later on, she was like, yeah, Audrey, like I was insecure. And I'm like, okay, mom, but like you were hot. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she's like, I struggled with insecurity too. I'm like, okay. Um. But it's awkward having a hot mom. It's interesting because she's not like. A bomb, like she's not like, she's not, she's not 
Amy Poehler in Mean Girls. Okay. Like, you know, she, right, I'm right, a right. cool mom, but like as a young woman, yeah. like gorgeous, yeah. you know. Um, and, and still, hi, mom. She'll look, she, yeah, we'll probably listen. Um, but Audrey's mom, I just want to say, actually, what is your mom's name? Nicole. Nicole? Mm hmm. Does it is, is her last name Fromson as well? It is. Yep. We can unpack that. Dr. Fromson. Is she a doctor? I feel no, like she is. No, my dad is. Okay. Nicole Fromson, I just, <laughs> you have produced and raised such a spectacular daughter. I don't know anything about those other two. Mm, okay. That, that 29, that geriatric daughter you yeah. have mm-hmm. and that middle one who cares about middle kids. Nobody. Nobody. But Audrey, dude, this kid is fire. No, so truly like you're so, oh, I'm obsessed with you. I can't oh believe you're 23. Like I, I don't so want to harp on like, oh, you're so young. Like, but um, I'm almost 10 years older than you are. And that's kind of wild. Wild. You know, it's funny because you just sort of like left a Yelp review for me. I did. Like for my mom. Like and about it wasn't me. specific at all. No, but which I is loved the least it. kind of helpful. Yelp no, no, no. Reviews. No, it was, but thank you. Okay. Um, because everyone uses the Yelp reviews whenever it wants true. to leave one. So That's to leave true. one, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but rebellion, the question of rebellion, certainly no. And I was always really scared of authority as a mm. kid. And I think that like totally comes from my parents. Okay. Um, yeah, say more about that. Definitely like rule followers. My parents were like, I mean, like I said, like with my sisters, there was nothing ever to, in terms of like the classic, okay, alcohol, drugs, whatever. Um, my middle sister, Julia, is very, very um, uh, stubborn. Mm. And so she would be like very sassy to my parents as like a teenager. And I'd watch that and be like, girl, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> just get back here. Like they would hide her phone and she'd be like, and they, they like call Verizon. They're like, we're calling. And this was like the era of like slide phones, flip yeah, phones, you know? Yeah. So she, she's like, you can't go online. There's no like Apple Cloud. So, you know, they're like, we're calling Verizon. We're shutting off your phone. And so Julia would like go, on, I don't know if she would go online or whatever, but like we all know what password my parents are using yeah. for literally everything. <laughs> yeah. And then she'd be like, I have my phone back. And I was like, where do you find it? She's like, dad's coat pocket. Like mm-hmm. they weren't create, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, even yeah. discipline. Like they couldn't get there. Yeah. And, um, uh, so I think when I was in high school and I like packed a Mike's hard lemonade to go to prom, to go to my after prom bag, my mom like pulled me out of like the little fucking like van my friends yeah. and I had rented for like, rented for like thousands of dollars. I was like, why yeah. am I spending my money on this? My mom was like, Audrey, do you have any alcohol or drugs? With you? <laughs> and I was like, yes, I have a Mike's hard lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> and I like gave it to oh. her. I was like, fuck. Oh, so- you got busted. Yeah. And then like when I left for college and there was like a Mike's Hard Lemonade and like my underwear. This is all Mike's Hard. Mike's Hard. Yeah. Is that still um, a big part of your life? It's not. Okay. It's not. Yeah. But um. But my sister who, who my middle sister, Julia, she was at home and she was like, Audrey, I find I was like, first of all, why are you in my sock drawer? Why are you in my underwear drawer? You know, like do laundry. And she was like, I found a Mike's Hard. And I was like, LOL. But to them, they were like. You're you're crazy, girl. No. And I was like, no, my friends are getting their stomach pumps. Like that's yeah, not the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, um, this not is really lemonade not really with getting... a with a kick. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But I was in terms of authority. Like sure. my parents were always like, we're never having you know, like you will never have girls over here to like drink before a party. Yeah. If the police comes, like we get in trouble. It was like very much. I was always yeah. like that. That was a thing where they were like, we don't fuck with that. Do you still like carry that? kind of like fear or rever- like deference to authority? A hundred percent. I mean, it's different now. It's less of like, I mean, I'm like, fuck the police. Like, I'm not going to go and instigate something with them just for, I'm not going like, to tickle them for fun. But like, I do not, which is just to say, let's i'm not i don't want to tickle anyone that i don't know but audrey <laughs> likes to tickle cops <laughs> that's and let that be known. that's your thing that's and fine i want to put should... it on a sticker yeah um but like i tickle literally... me i'm a cop <laughs> should be like a kiss me on my shirt <laughs> yeah that's funny that's funny um but like i could care like fuck them like 100 percent. it's less that kind of shit and more like um if you're at a concert and you're wearing a shirt that says staff I'm not fucking around. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like that freaks me out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You're not trying to make trouble. No, no. Um, or like teachers or like doing home. I mean, just like less some stuff done more out of like fear of like upsetting someone or like getting in trouble. Like what does that even mean? Yeah, I don't like know. yeah, what is the fear? I guess it's like, um, okay, now we got to, okay, we're going to, we're going to phone in a friend. Hi, I'm Kateri. I'm Audrey's therapist. So, um, uh, 
it's like this, I think like, mm, maybe it's like a, I think as a kid, I was like a high achieving kid. Um, some of it was definitely just like aptitude mm-hmm. and some of it, you know, and also like my parents being able to like fucking sit there and do my homework with me sometimes, mm-hmm. um, you know, had like a ton of support, which I'm really grateful for and like, you know, very lucky to have had. And also, um, I think like it's it's like, OK, Audrey, well, what if you what if you go to the football game before you do your homework? Well, what, you know, like, why can't I get, I didn't want to go to the football game anyway, but you know, I don't know what the fear is, to be honest. The okay. fear is like, oh, imperfection. Fuck, I'll say you'll, it. You'll learn. Yeah, yeah. I mean. um, Or like, um, hmm, let me actually think about that. What hmm. is the fear of, or just, I don't know. Do you, can you name any of your fears? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, well, this is go. unrelated. Okay. Oh, I fine. have a, two fears. Great. Huge. One of them is losing my memory, which okay. I feel like is like something that's actually happening. Mm-hmm. And then two is sort of like living a life. And then when I'm old and gray, being like, I have massive regrets okay. about not doing stuff. Yeah. Um, we have very different fears. Can you, what, do, what are your fears? Um, insects and flying. Okay. Yeah. Shit. And All the right. dark. And I the can dark. meet you there. I can meet you there. No, yours are so much more like you know spiritual and like they make more sense. I, I'm. There's no reason to be afraid of either insects, no. or uh, or flying. Like if you you know I I've learned the physics. I understand mm. that I'm bigger than the insects, but I um <laughs> they are so frightening. They're so terrifying. But that's so fascinating. But those are interesting. Scared of flying. How does that manifest? Um, profound anxiety okay. on an airplane that okay. really, um, I really do need to start addressing in, mm, I think, in therapy. Sure. But I have been um, avoiding that by consuming Ativan or okay. Xanax, you know, uh, benzos, getting those benzos in my system and just becoming a puddle on an airplane. <laughs> That's sort of the only way I'm able to get from hither to thither. Is yeah. that an expression? Absolutely. Hither and to the hither, hither dither. That's going to be the second sticker. Yeah. Audrey likes to tickle cough and hither to the Um uh, that is so common and so real and I feel like very um, logical. Yeah, but but back to your fears. Oh, so it, it's interesting to me that you are someone who like respects or, you know, <laughs> at least has this like predisposition mm-hmm. to like, oh, authority, hierarchy, rules. Like I have to, I, I don't want to like rock the boat kind of thing, but then you are you you express yourself through comedy which is very yeah. like subversive and mm. cheeky um how and when and why yeah it's interesting like i do feel like there are these kind of like two sides where i've like been in situations and then like i'll say like oh yeah i do comedy and they're like oh i can't really imagine you like i remember so i grew up figure skating which what? is like we, we really need to unpack yes wow no and you didn't you skate for a time I took a skating okay, I took one skating class when I was like in fourth grade okay, and then huge. I took a skating class my last semester of law school. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, we'll go we'll go this winter. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have my hockey skates. Okay, that's hot. Yeah. Hockey. Yeah, yeah. I felt hot getting hockey skates. Okay, mine are okay, whatever. That's yours awesome. are yours are figure skates. Gay. Yeah, also, I, I now have this bad habit of calling everything gay, like a <laughs> like a seventh grader who is homophobic. No, but I no. But I say it with nothing but love. Yeah, what do you mean when you say, do you mean weird? Do you mean strange? Do you mean um, unusual and worthy of shame? And we should ridicule people who are different? Yeah. Yeah, Um, that's actually what I mean. That's okay. Cool. So you skated. Did you skate competitively? So when I was younger, um, like for time, but there is a, like I started when I was like five. And there is a time though, like in any sportsman's life where um not really but like you know if they if this is a possibility for them of like hey you know you're at a certain age where like do you want to start doing ballet uh and figure skating and like you can't do anything else with your life um and I think I was probably around like 10 or something where my coach was like you know do you need like do we need do we need to reach out to the Russians you know (laughs) do we I'll get (laughs) I'll get Russia. We'll get, on the we'll get Sergey here. Um, we'll get, my literally, we'll get Alexi. We'll I get. wish I were joking. I, like, yeah, my my coach Sergei Linda is real. literally slay. Of course, Linda. Of course. of course, her name is Linda. Of course, like kind kindest woman, like mother figure. Um, 
very, you know, she's from like South Windsor, Connecticut, um, but she wasn't Sergey. You know, she wasn't mm-hmm. a former Olympian. So then it was this mm-hmm. thing of like, okay, homegrown local. Do they ship me off to the? By ship me off, I mean like, <laughs> do I have another coach for one thousand million dollars? That's yeah. the thing too. Like Linda was like, I mean, let's not let's not beat around the bush. Figure skating, like a lot of competitive, like whatever sports, very expensive. Yeah. But Linda wasn't charging people two hundred dollars an hour. I mean, it got crazy. Wow. Like I think my parents were also like, whoa, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what the heck is going on, and people would spend so much money on dress. I mean, it was just like wacko, wacko, wacko. Yeah, but in those kinds of spaces where like discipline and um, gracefulness and like, but also like strength, but sort of like, um, but like hiding the strength, yes, like subtle exactly. strength, right? right? Like don't show that you're working too hard, but right. like do it perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. Um, like those things were really. Like, that's the sport. And then you have me who's like, um, LOL, you guys. Like, I just, I'm just sort of, it just, I like, I just never, that's a whole other thing. But I just never really felt like um, I had, like, friends in skating. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Did this yeah, for yeah. countless years. Um, but just because I felt like I was a little bit, like, weirder and less, like, um, just like worker bee laser focus. Yeah, I don't know. And I was like, can we laugh a little bit? Yeah. But that's the thing. Like it, in terms of the authority thing, it's like, right. Like, do I come to practice because I like practicing or because I don't want to like upset Linda? Yeah. Um, and it's like, I think a, I think both, I did it for probably. so many years. Yeah, where it is both. But I also was like, yeah, like you need to get back. I mean, you know, what are you, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, but that caused a whole lot of like identity crises, especially like when my friends were doing like uh, town sports and things like that. Wait, what happened? What kind of identity crises? Well, when I was in, like, I love you know when you're a kid and you're like so uninhibited, and I am still the the question about the um the authority thing and my, my my pointing to skating. I don't know what it is. I do want to clarify, like, it's not a kind of thing where like I won't go up to someone at the airport and be like can you please see if there's any way to like, in fact, I often am that person who's like, I'm so sorry. Can you see if there's any way to like, maybe um, if there's an extra seat or something and, yeah, and, and yeah. row, you know, you'll so I can ask have a, for something oh, that totally. you need. I will speak up at restaurants. I would always do that for like my oh, sister, wow. like, which is, you know, okay. I will yep. never. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's, I, a, it's, it's, I need to get, I need to hang out with you. I okay. think there's a difference between being like, this is just, I mean, I was sure, raised sure, in a sure, way sure. that was like, you will like treat everybody with like the utmost respect. Sure. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, I think I have these like older parents. My dad was like very traditionally raised um, who are just sort of like politeness and like manners were a really big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. That too. It's like so interesting to yeah. me then to like. Be interested in comedy. Yeah. Like be interesting and yeah. in, in like making people laugh and like mm. get out of the like, res- you know, not doing something that is like traditionally respectable. respectable. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But uh, where were we? The skating thing. Oh, the identity crises. Um, yeah. I mean, I would like when you're little and like you're uninhibited and you're like, I don't know. There are videos of me and like pictures of me and I'm so happy on the ice and I'm like mm. so loving it. And it's like really, you know, got these like cute little dresses on, whatever. And then and I did shows and stuff. And it's like fun when you're like cute. Mm-hmm. When you're cute, things can be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh, small little Audrey. And then, you know, I'd like see hockey kit, like girls hockey teams mm. like come in. And I was like, like to practice and I'd be there doing my like routine to fucking like some you know classical whatever yeah and I was like shit like that must seem really that seems cool like Mm. they seem cool that they're doing that because they're women playing hockey and here I am and like my tights and whatever yeah like ice ballerina which by the way is still an athlete lol well but it's like you know when you're when you're 12 you're like well she is and then my mom was like well do you want to play hockey and i was like i don't know like i always was had trouble kind of like taking risks in that way yeah um and i really did love skating like i loved a lot about it and i was good at it um and then i don't know like in high school same thing like boys hockey teams coming in now and me being like well she (laughs) like uh, you know fuck like this isn't like I don't know. And then it's like, oh, well, actually, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But I don't feel as good as those little six-year-olds who weigh 45 pounds who are doing, like, triple axles. Yeah. Because at the time when it was, like, the fork in the road, like, okay, you can choose to, like, go on and be a competitive figure skater and, like, make this your life and practice every day for hours and do ballet and have surrogate, like, whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck. 
you can go and do that or you can like choose kind of a more normal childhood um, where and my parents were very much like, like, let's do that. And I was like, yeah, that makes more sense too. what. Like, how old were you at that point? I don't know. I like said 10 earlier, but I might have been I might have been a little younger. But hmm. it was like I said, like there was a certain like they're not, you know, it's not every 10 year old. Like if you're but, you know, I'd had private lessons by that point And like. I think I probably had reached a certain, maybe earlier than that, probably. Honestly, probably like eight or nine. Um, I don't remember. But um, my parents were like, oh, yeah, let's go with a kind of healthier version, mm-hmm. um, more like well-rounded. But then yeah. when you're in high school and you're like, you've still been doing skating. And by that point, I had like done a couple other sports. I was like playing lacrosse and basketball and stuff. Um, did I did not know how athletic you were. LOL. It's like, it's very, there's like, it's funny. Are you athletic? What's your vibe? I, I played um floor hockey in high school. Okay. But I was the goalie. Um, and I don't really feel very athletic. I do yeah. love, I, I used to dance and I do love. Well, you you did tap dancing. Yeah. That's and so I, cool. And I still, yeah, I love to move. Like mm. I love to move. I love to stretch. I'm yeah. just sort of, any if anyone's hanging out with me, like I'm probably stretching. I love that. Um, But competitive like team sports, mm. not uh it's not for me really yeah i'm not motivated by the objective of winning totally i yeah i'm mm-hmm. just like ooh, stretch it feels good Did breathe the t- it helps yeah. me focus not like let's win for of the course. team i'm like um or not yeah <laughs> or we could just sort of like hang out we could like, you guys want to go over the sidelines and bin tap dance yeah. um i i totally get the winning not being like a motivator but did you ever and i'm trying to think because dancing you're still doing with other people but like it's not I mean, you weren't on like a dance team, I presume. Like, yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't a competitive dancer. Okay, okay, but like, even still, you weren't part of like a company where you were like going on or like in, not going in like, college. I was in a I was in a small company and okay. like we performed at Jacob's Pillow, which is a really wow. amazing like dance festival. I was very like, cool. proud of, but I wasn't trying to like climb yeah. a ladder in dance. No, no, no. But I guess my question is like, and that makes total sense. Like, you're doing it for the joy and like like your own sort mm-hmm. of trajectory but was there ever a part of you that was like oh I kind of I don't care about winning but I wonder what it would be like to be on a team with other like especially when you're a kid like in kids come to school and they're yeah. like in their uniform you know whatever sure. which is why I, I joined the hockey team like yeah. that's kind of why yeah. I was like ooh, I think I I think I like hockey my my aunt really loves like ice hockey mm. um, or just hockey um, and so, and I just, I wanted to be more like my family. Yeah. Like I just wanted to fit in more. So I was mm. like, I like hockey too. Yeah. I'm, I'm tough. I like tough sports where we yeah. like, you know, smash each other, but I don't really want to do that. So I'm just going to be the goalie and I'm going to yeah. stand in my safe little spot and protect the net and just oh my God, be so that funny. helper for my team. Like yeah. I was very into, I kind of, I feel like there's a lot of similarities between, um, being a goalie, whether it's hockey or soccer yeah. Or any other sports where there's a goalie um, mm. and playing bass, mm. um, where it's like mm. it's not you're not like exactly the star of the show, That's right? Like so you're not like the star shooter, you're not the star soloist, but it's yeah. like you have to be that. Like you need that mm. that person, sort of like not is the glue, but is a very you know integral oh, yeah, part to the functioning. Totally. Yeah, you're holding it down, and and yeah. I I that that role playing that role in a team very yeah. motivating to me mm, that's so interesting okay that's college essay vibes yeah but um, i also really didn't feel so much camaraderie with my team like okay. the coach like we we didn't practice that much we mm. weren't a good team we lost a lot the coach like he really was not um th- there was no like toughness or strictness yeah. it was like yeah come to practice if you want okay okay and, that's hard to and, feel invested. and there were yeah. there were really talented um talented girls on my team mm-hmm. um but it didn't feel co we didn't it didn't feel like a team like i didn't yeah. have like loyalty to the okay. team like when we would practice this one other player um her name was also danielle like i always got the feeling that she was like when we would when they would do shooting drills, mm-hmm. she would like shoot the ball <laughs> and like somehow, try to hit you. Somehow always managed to literally like 
smash oh my, my puss with God. this like hockey ball. I was like really the one part of my body that's like not covered in right. gigantic padding. Really, oh Danielle? God. I was like, I feel attacked. Oh my um, God. And I so yeah, I just, it was a weird, like we weren't, we were all in kind of different social groups. Yeah. Or, yeah. It was, it was, a, it was strange. Like I liked it, but it was also, I was like, oh, I, I'm not like, I, I don't like, I, I'm not nostalgic for yeah. it, you know? Totally. How old were you when you were doing this? Um, 16, 17, 18. Oh, okay. 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 Oh, so it was just in high school. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, totally, yeah, yeah. you totally said that before. Just high school. Um, yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I was also like, oh, I, I have to play a sport because it'll look good for college. Like Ugh, I was yeah. a drone. I was a complete no, drone I in high school. That. Like I love nothing more than musical theater, but was like, mm. I have to do other things to mm. round out my application. Like, oh, I don't know. Be in the Young Republicans Club. That'll be good. <gasps> Barnard will love that. And they did. So yeah. <laughs> honestly, I like forget that you that that was that it was happening. Audrey, never forget. I know. Truly never forget. Fucking 11. Never I was forget that you very were successfully brainwashed. Like oh I was God. Fox News was on in the house. That was my vibe. I know. I I that's the thing. Like I remember I it's when you say like your mom, your family, whatever. I'm like, yeah, Republican, but then I'm like, oh my God, it was actually until you were and then so then adult. when you got to college, you were like Huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I, I did a gap year. Did I, have I told you about that? I did a I gap year know. in between high school and college. No, where? Did you, where? I what? went to a um, an Orthodox women's seminary in West Jerusalem. No, I had like, no I idea. I studied okay. Torah, <laughs> Torah and Talmud for oh all day, God. every day for about a yeah. year. Um, and I had all these like female teachers and male teachers, but the mm -hmm. female teachers there who were such amazing scholars mm -hmm. and like so clearly smart and so clearly second class citizens like mm -hmm. in Jewish religious hierarchy mm -hmm. and like social hierarchy. And I that was sort of like I always felt that my mom sort of introduced me to like feminism mm -hmm. um like orthodox feminism mm -hmm. which is kind of like lol mm -hmm. no it's a real thing and people are really trying to push orthodoxy into the direction of like you know inc being inclusive toward women which great but yeah, um yeah, yeah i was just always so aware of like also i had a single mom i was just like so aware of how like shitty it is yeah. like for women um and in that year i was like trying so hard to yeah. be on board yeah and it, it felt so not good. So when I got to mm. college and like started taking classes and hearing, oh, you mean there's another perspective that's not the Zionist perspective? Yeah. I just kind of like things really started to crumble Jesus. very fast. Yeah. Oh, my God. That must have been so intense. Oh, yeah. It's really intense. Wow. Real intense identity crisis. Very similar to yours. Yeah. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I was like, wait, fuck, what have I said? I was like, what the? Um, oh, yeah, very similar. Right, right, sort of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, figuring out what our dorm is going to look like. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Your whole world's like falling apart. Um, Do my I God. buy into patriarchy? I don't yeah. Know. Jesus, that's so intense. It's intense. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But were there other young women in your program in Jerusalem where you were like, hey, like nudging them like, hey, do you know what's going on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And for a lot of for a lot of my peers and friends, it was this like, oh, yeah. I mean, like our teachers, like they're crazy mm. religious. Like, of course, mm. they're going to be teaching us this and that. And like they wear these hats and they wear these outfits like we're yeah. not going to look like them. But they still like they don't have um, it's they still like hold on to and preserve like a lot of the things they just sort of don't take it that far i see I um see. and yeah. i for me it was just like a what like i'm not yeah. i don't want to do like diet judaism you yeah. know what i mean like you gotta so I, should, like, I feel like i should way. be do yeah. it i should do it right or yeah. what the fuck yeah. um yeah. which is a very black and white and like not a i don't know it's, it, that's hard yeah it's hard you didn't grow up religious did you no i did but but i mean it, obviously yeah. different obviously um my also, I want you to know, first of all, I've been listening. <laughs> Second of all, I'm still, I'm like, I don't want people thinking, okay, Audrey, why do you care what people think? Sorry. Um, that I see someone in authority and I'm like, I re it's not a respect thing. This is just, this is an amendment. An amendum. Yeah, an am yeah, yeah. An, an amendum. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you. This is an it's, amendum. It's not that I see someone and I'm like, oh, I respect you. It's more of just like a fear of something. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but 
let's maybe um maybe Connor can like edit that so that it's like at the beginning of the piece. <laughs> um no do you do you think Connor we um, have we you're allowed to show show up how you are. Thank you. Talk, revise in real time. I appreciate I it. say dumb stuff constantly. I'm going to be apologizing for things I say for the rest of my okay. life. Okay. This just in Danielle thinks I said dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um but that's so interesting about the like the fact that you were in an arguably well i guess it depends but like such a religious mecca and then that's where you were like oh it's in this environment that i'm actually seeing it all like fall apart um where where maybe like i don't know um conventional wisdom would be like oh that's where it's cemented but you're yeah like, no on the, a second. that was the goal yeah the goal in 100%. shipping all of us off to israel for a year is yeah all right, wow. let's really get this stuff to stick in them. Yeah. Let's send them off and ha- like they can have a really nice fun year, no tests and, you know, yeah. but just oh but studying God. like a bunch of nerds. Um I cannot imagine. It was it's um, strange, but yeah. like but very just like a very spiritually yeah. profound and important, you know, experience mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um Are you do you have any kind of spirituality practice? Um like no. <laughs> um, I um, I would say anxiety. if anything, anxiety sort of prevents any sort of like, and I'm not, I don't think I was like in Central Park the other day. My friend was like, "Wow, that person is like, they're looking at the trees. They're you know, palms are up on their hand. They're clearly meditating." Yeah, and I was like, "That's so great for them. Couldn't be me. Like, and that's not what I think about. Like, spirituality can look like so many different sure. things. I mean, but I don't really i mean i think the closest thing i can come to any sort of thing in that realm is that i think i have like an immense like reverence and mm, i don't know appreciation for like the natural world and nature and so that's something where i'm sort of like um, i mean that'll do it yeah yeah that will do it and and then sort of like i guess that can help you know talk me through like imperfections and sort of like the thing the way things are i don't know i'm mean, sort of like a guiding way mm-hmm. the religious question because i'm like would that have influenced any of my spirituality i mean like not so much my religious upbringing was like my dad was raised in a jewish household mm-hmm. both of my parents are jewish but my dad was raised jewish household on long island mm-hmm. both boys bar mitzvah mm-hmm. um and my and like it was important to his parents that he marry a Jewish woman. Yeah. Um. And when I say like traditional, like he and his brother were not allowed to wear jeans until like high school. Mm. Like very, you know, there's a right way of doing things, probably yeah, doing things. Yeah, so I think yeah. that like also is just, you know, whatever trickled down. But my mom, you know, she's raised in New York City by two German Jewish parents who fled from Germany mm-hmm. and like didn't want anything to do with Judaism yeah. for obvious reasons mm-hmm. and like had obviously experienced immense trauma and like um, all of their friends were German Jews, but like none of them. The only thing I mean, they didn't even teach my mom and her siblings German because they were like, we just want to like be done. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, my mom knows like a little bit of household German because sure. like the parents thought they couldn't, the kids couldn't understand and stuff. Mm. Um, so they so she has no Jewish upbringing but you know it was important that my dad marry a jew my mom's jewish Mm -hmm. you know but anyway so growing up we went to a conservative synagogue which Mm -hmm. like was not helpful (laughs) like my sisters and i hated hated hebrew school okay like hated hebrew school what did you hate about it it was and how long did you go oh i went for my whole up until my bat mitzvah so like i guess all of i don't know like five all of elementary school yeah but I went from when I was really little yeah. to like, you know, before I bought it's fun, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was long. We had Hebrew school every Sunday from like nine to 12. Mm-hmm. I was so relieved when my parents would come and pick me up. I was mm-hmm. like, T God. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can talk a lot about that. Like there is such, and I wouldn't even say, yes, there's whatever, internalized anti-Semitism. It's not even that. Well, I guess it is that a little bit of like, ugh, like the synagogue. <laughs> The synagogue rented out some of its um, space to like a preschool, so a lollipop preschool, mm-hmm. not not affiliated with Judaism. Mm-hmm. So we would be having Hebrew school classes in like these classes, like preschool. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, that's kind of con- that's not uncommon. Yeah, and I was like, 
it smells weird. Why are we getting stale pretzels for snack? Like, I was like, this is, I felt, I was like, Judy, like, synagogue's gross. I was yeah. like, it's janky. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, you know, the only part I really liked about Hebrew school was library because we'd be mm-hmm. like read stories and like the library was like, I had the stained glass. You know, yeah. thing. I was like, that's really beautiful. Um, but, you know, it was like stuffy and it was, um, you know, we're going to, it just, it just, I, I could not tell you a lot of what I learned. I'm sure when I was little, I enjoyed it because you're doing activities and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I learned how to write Hebrew and read a little bit of Hebrew and stuff. Um, but, yeah, we hated Hebrew school. And, and it was the time. It was like 9 to 12 on a Sunday. And then when we got older, it was also on Wednesdays. Mm. You could choose Wednesdays or Tuesdays. We did Wednesdays for like two hours. So just like a lot. And it was like the kids who went were annoying. Like, mm-hmm. it's just it's so, yeah. So we we were not happy. Um, and then synagogue was this thing where it's like, oh, dad's dragging us to synagogue. Mm-hmm. We didn't go every, we didn't go every Sunday, uh, Saturday or anything like that. But, um, you know, we go for high holidays and like maybe a couple times a year. My dad would go more. He was more involved. He was on like an adult, he was on like some committee or whatever. At what point they wanted him to be president of the synagogue. Wow. He said, I'm tapping out guys. Sorry <laughs> about that. Cannot, no can duo. Mm-mm. And my mom, it was interesting because we'd be in I synagogue. Love- yeah, I love specifically men who become presidents oh of shuls, of synagogues. They such a vibe. Uh, I mean, a bad vibe. I I'm a like I I pardon me hates to speak so generally and so pejoratively, but like <laughs> go for it. What a small person <laughs> to be like so to clinging to power it's in so, that way, and it's so related to like they want. My dad was like, I don't want to call people in our congregation ask them for money yeah like that's not something that's because that's a huge fundraising is a huge part of it yeah i mean yeah in the community i grew up in it's all the presidents it's always extremely wealthy men okay okay um, which i don't know yeah i i don't know how the, i don't know how the fundraising works but yeah. it was always like just so obvious <laughs> like yeah oh rich people are in charge okay oh, lol yeah i mean cool, certainly cool. i think my too. grandfather was a president at one point but like in the 60s you know oh, like before wow. so i'm like don't even that's count so that. interesting well that's the thing my dad isn't some okay my dad is a pediatrician we were totally fine growing grandpa up. ophthalmologist totally there we fine. go you know yeah. like my mom your I'm, standard upper middle class jewish you know totally yeah. and it's not <laughs> i i have such a freaking snob when i say standard <laughs> like i i I want to. I I always just want to be open about how like m- my parents. Okay, then I don't know that they're like registered Republicans, mm. but like Fox News was on in the house. Yeah. We had fancy stuff. Like I never wanted for anything. I but I wasn't like it wasn't like we have a vacation home. It, right. It was, it was this strange this strange economic status where you're like. I have like this close access to people to like obscene wealth, but we don't exactly have that. But mm. it's that was still so normalized and familiarized. That's so interesting. Um, yeah, and it became so for me. Like I, 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 it's really hard for me to disentangle like wealth and status mm. from like com- from like j- religion. Mm. Like it's um that's really hard. I'm yeah. kind of going off on a tangent because no. I've just been thinking about that a lot lately. No, no, no. I to- that totally tracks. I mean, it's so interesting you say like I mm, my community like we didn't have I mean, I where I grew up like there's such a a, a um it wasn't I mean there, there were a lot of hmm, I always got frustrated in high school cuz people would be like West Hartford is such a Jewish town. And I was like, no, they are just Jewish people here, actually. And there are like synagogues. And guess what? There's like a ton more churches. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, honestly, like I I think people had to, for mosques, people had to like go out of town and stuff. You know, like let's not get started. But like um, people maybe think like, oh, you grew up in a Jewish town. It's like, well, I mean, we didn't, it, it wasn't it that wasn't kind of centered thing. around that. No. And it certainly wasn't the thing of like all these wealthy Jewish family. I mean, I'm right, sure that right. exists in a pocket, yeah. but we weren't like, we weren't in that. And like. Similarly, my dad was like, I have a job. <laughs> he was like, he's not some like high, like high ranked like banker or no, something. Like he, he was like, yeah, he was like, I can't be the president. Anyway, um, but but that's so interesting. Yeah. So um, but but my dad was certainly more like engaged with synagogue. Mm-hmm. We'd be in we'd be in like uh, we'd we'd go to synagogue for the high holidays, whatever. And my memories of going to synagogue when I was a kid are like playing with my mom's jewelry. Yeah. Because my mom like wouldn't be 
she could she can't read Hebrew. Yeah, she doesn't know the song. She now knows the songs, and you know. Oh, and you went to a conservative, so you guys yeah. could all sit together. Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh my wow. god, you guys were separate. Oh my god, yeah. So wild and like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. We have a couple friends. Well, we have like one family friend who who's modern Orthodox, and I remember at the I remember like the extreme discomfort of my family. Like I was young at the time, but we went to, I guess a bar mitzvah. Even a, I guess well she was. Batman said, but what? She wasn't reading from the Torah, I right. guess. And the I was so young at the time, but I remember my parents just being like, especially my mom. Like, because mm-hmm. she was like, this is a, definitely not my crowd, you know? No. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so that's It's crazy. isolating, alienating. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's not, crazy. It's not, my, it's not yeah. my thing. I remember yeah. going to a conservative synagogue with my friend, um, my friends Eden and Adele to Eden's um, childhood synagogue. Like, mm. I went to, I had Passover, I did like Passover with them one year. And I was just like, we all sat together. Yeah. I was like, this rules. Aww. Maybe I would still be into this. Yeah. But yeah. in my mind, like, oh, the real version of Judaism <laughs> is the separate, you know, yeah. like, so, and I just, I don't feel like, I just don't feel like rebuilding something. But, um, mm-hmm. no, that makes sense. But yeah. Okay. So interesting. So, yeah. So Jewishness is like a, wasn't the center of your life, but you definitely had some. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had Shabbat dinner every Friday night. Oh wow! But it was, and when we got, but it was the kind of thing like when we got to high school, my parents were like, "Yeah, you want to like go out to your, with your friends? You want to have like whatever?" Mm. So they weren't like, "You have to stay home for Shabbat." Um, but I grew up like having family friends over for Shabbat and stuff. But it, but our prayers, I mean, we did the prayer over, you know, wine, bread, Shabbat, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, my dad would like say something like, uh, you know, whoever was there. So like, sure. Cammy from down the street, you know, Cammy, you know, hey, thanks for joining us tonight. Shout or like, out, if someone had Cammie. died, you know, shout out Cammy. Mm-hmm. You know, someone had died, or like whatever war, or like yeah. whatever is going on. Yeah. Um, but you know, we didn't like say. I remember one year, one time I was at a, a friend of mine's sleepover. And or her, her house for a sleepover, and her parents were like a little bit more religious. Both of the parents had been raised religiously, and they said the Shema before bed. And I'm sitting mm. there on my blow up mattress, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are we muttering? What's you know what happening? I mean? And, and so yeah. there was a lot of also like imposter syndrome, especially in college with like Judaism and feeling like, oh, I do not feel like I have like like I said, like we going. I think going to we didn't have a community of Jews where I was like, this is like, this is fun. This is like, yeah, nice. I have pride in my Jewishness. Oftentimes yeah. it wasn't that I had a lot of pride in it, which I, and now, I mean, it's all, it's all, it's complicated. Yeah. But, um, but I wanted to, I guess the reason that I, not the reason, but I, I'm not going to be someone who I think I'm like, I don't want to separate myself from my Jewishness. I don't want to be like, I'm atheist. I don't believe, you know, it's not even a, a God thing. It's not, it's yeah. More, it's, so, it's so rarely actually I know. theological. It's, yeah, like it's not, it's more of like, I feel connected to my Jewishness because, because my grandparents, like my family, I mean, you know, they had to like fight to stay alive because of it. Mm-hmm. And like, here I am getting to like be in a basement in Brooklyn, like talking mm-hmm. with my friend. And it's so close because it was my grandparents and not like, you know, great, great, great grandparents yeah. or something like that. And no, it's close. It's very real. And, um, you know, I, I wish my grandmother, I only had one grandparent who I met and I wished in my mom's mom. And I really wish I could have like, she, she had dementia and I wish I have memories of, mm-hmm. I wish I were old enough to talk to her when her memory was still okay, yeah. that I could have asked about this because I mean, she was like a young woman. She was in her twenties. I think she was like, anyway, so, so my, the Jewishness is, is often, it's not just like, oh, Jewishness matters because it was almost taken away, but it's like this thing. You want to acknowledge, that, you want to yeah. honor that part of your yeah. like personal lineage and yes, you're not yes. trying to erase it. It's not like a shame thing, right. but it's also not what you're centering and orienting yes. your entire life around. Yes. Yes. Is, that's fine. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, the shame, there's so much shame. I have, um, yeah, the shame is so intense. Yeah. At least, per, you know, personally. Yeah. Confronting yeah. that. Oof. Yeah. So that was, and I had a bat mitzvah. My sisters had a bat mitzvah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lit. Yeah. Oh, my parents were like, we really regret those parties. They're <laughs> 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 like, we should have done a small luncheon, like, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. I know. Were you a, were you a funny kid? Mm. I, uh, I was in LOL. I remember you talking, you asked like a couple of people this on your podcast. I was not like a class clown, mm. but I, 
realized early on in my life that it was definitely like, I think this is very common for comedians, like a social currency. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like at birthday parties, I was like, oh, I can kind of like make people laugh yeah. or like fill in the quiet space mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Um, but I, but I wasn't like I said, like I wasn't like a class clown. Yeah, no, yeah. and I, I, I identify with that. Yeah, I, I didn't think. I never thought yeah. I, um, I never thought of myself as funny. Certainly mm. didn't think I had any permission or any mm. business trying to be funny. Um, it's it's a much more recent thing, personally. But yeah. how did huh. you? I don't know when stand up is a very particular kind of comedy and I I know you you write and like I think you you have like quite an expansive like Mm. intellectual interior and so I imagine your interests are not just limited just to stand up Mm. but you do you do perform stand up comedy you do write and perform stand up comedy and you are a very like critical thinker and I'm I want to know, like, what are you what are you trying to say? Like, what do you have to say? Lol. For, for, I think for some people like stand up that they don't maybe they're not thinking about it like that. And maybe you're not thinking about it yeah. like that. But um, I am curious because I think I, I know you to be a very, mm. a very deep thinker. No, I appreciate I, I, I apologize for saying lol. Um, right after you're like, I think you have things to say. Um, but but. What am I trying? I like, you know, I really admire your like honesty in terms of like I've heard you say, I mean, like in our own conversations, just like trying to find your voice. And I think that's something I'm still trying to explore. Um, Oh, yeah. Always. I, I, you know, I think it's changed. Mm -hmm. When I was first starting out, I was talking about airplanes, like in in, yeah. in, in in travel. You know, these weren't these weren't high, and I was like, "Well, this is what I have to talk about now, so that one day mm-hmm. I can be like Trevor Noah, yeah, and um, you know, and and whoever, and like Natasha Leone, and just like say things that are Natasha Leone, interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. put a pin in that. I want to come back. To okay, that. okay, and like say, I mean, more of what I'm thinking is like her, the White House correspondence dinner or whatever. Like it's not which which I watched a clip of that the other day. God, what a time. Um, but like, yeah, the Trevor Noahs of the world and like people who get up and like, or like, <laughs> I'm not so into him anymore, but for a time I was like really into Hassan Minhaj. Mm. And um, I was like, yeah, that's what comedy's for. It's like speaking truth to power and like saying stuff that you can't say. And I also have like a very journalistic side of my brain too. And I always felt like um, in college, there was this bit of like, <laughs> I used to describe it like, like the angel and then like the devil and the angel was like do journalism like make of course now I understand the limits of whatever but like you know do journalism like bring stories to light like help people tell what you know whatever be a conduit and the comedy being like get a whoopee cushion girl fuck around yeah (laughs) like literally and and I'm like well that's the perfect you know that's the perfect mix yeah um you know whatever sometimes like late night stuff but I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say okay I don't know I mean, you're, I think you're finding it. Um, thanks. Yeah. I mean, I guess what I've realized more is that, yeah. Like, no. w- like, what is the feeling that you enjoy most when you're performing or, or writing? Like, what mm. what motivates you to keep doing it? <sighs> it's funny because sometimes I'm like, what if I didn't do stand-up comedy? Mm. Like, <laughs> I think increasingly I'm actually less interested in like really writing my sets and more like what do I feel in the moment and you know also just like the more high concept stuff like oh maybe I want to put like maybe that's like a tv show you know like maybe that's a script I want to work on um or a sketch or something and what always feels really good is like those parts of my sets that are improvised or like played mm. off of the audience or and I don't do crowd work per se, but like, you know, someone will do something and I'll say something and it's funny and I'm like, it can feel a little like incongruous with the rest of my sort of pers- someone the other day was like, you seem a little reserved. I was like, that's very funny. Um, do you feel reserved? Sometimes around comedians mm-hmm. in comparison. Totally. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wouldn't describe you like as a ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you are a performer. So you know what yeah. I mean? It's. Um... But sometimes I'm like, well, I think if I just cared a little bit of like less what people thought, sure. and was more secure. And, I I think yeah. you're. I think you're. You're go. You're go. You're moving in that. You're growing mm-hmm. in that direction. No, thing. Yeah, I mean, it's something I like am working on in yeah. terms of just being like you have to. I mean, yeah. it, you have to work on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not a. Um, a, I don't know, especially. People socialize to be mm-hmm. gals. Mm-hmm. What? Take up space? Yeah. How 100%. dare I? Or like make an ugly face. I mean, but yeah. Um, what yeah. are you trying to say? Hmm? Like when, you, when you're doing com, like when you're on stage, like it's such an interesting question. Um, I always feel like I'm trying to like explain myself. Mm. I'm trying to be like, guys, I'm trying to be nice, but like <laughs> I grew up inside of Fox News. Like yeah. it, it's, Im- I want to communicate to people like, I was conditioned in a very particular way and I really don't feel that way anymore. I feel yeah, this way. Yeah. And like I I really want to like I have a lot of opinions about mm. I I've always had a lot of opinions. Originally they were all brainwashed opinion, mm. like they weren't mine. Yeah. Um yeah. and then I did I've just done so much deep thinking and I'm just like this is what I think and I yeah. really want yeah. I want to I want to say it out loud. Oh, that's so cool. Um, yeah, that's so, and I can, and I'm, as an audience member, I can say that's certainly like what I feel from you. And it's always really, um, genuine, like everything you say. I'm like, yeah, that's like a genuine feeling. Um, I also like, I, I really want to make people feel safe and mm-hmm. like safe to laugh and like laugh. Yeah. But it, yeah. I think for me, like a big, a big motivator is always like making people feel safe. Like with this, literally this right yeah. here, yeah. my, you know, birth work and like performance. Totally. And cause like there are some comics who like really antagonize the audience and make people feel really stressed. And yeah. that is not what I'm going for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, That's but so I also I, I want to I want you to I want you to talk to me about um, Kate and Jacqueline. <laughs> These um, are two artists who I have just such tremendous respect for. Yeah. And they're so it makes me it makes me actually quite angry that so many people, specifically men, like are not familiar with them. Yeah. Um, it makes me feel kind of like homicidal. And mm. I'm just wondering if you could speak more about how about them. I don't actually yeah. know how big of an influence they are for you, but yeah, no, I thank you. Oh, um, mm. and I wanted to say I just saw I was reading something about Hassan Minhaj that someone was like Hassan Minhaj's last special is like youth pa- cool youth pastor energy. That's so funny. And I was like, "Wow, it is." Yeah, I That's mean, so funny. I'm less into him now. I mean, he's so I I think he's great. Yeah. But like oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, he's like one of the in terms of mainstream, like pivotal and like representation wise, like huge. Like you can't but I I, mm-hmm. I there are very few women, I think increasingly more, but there are very few women and there were very few women as like a young person, young Jewish girl watching TV mm-hmm. and consuming media where I was like, Oh yeah, that's me. Like the Jewishness is less of a thing of like, oh, I need to see people going to shul on screen. Yeah. That's not what I'm. But I'm like, oh, just I mean, the first time I was like really um, like, oh, shit, it was like Broad City. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And so then on that sort of I line. I love how Jewish that show is. Yes. And Even though it's such a different kind of Jewishness. 100 percent. Than the one I am. Me, me too. 100 percent. And I think but even just like the. I don't know, like just their bodies too. It just like mm-hmm. there was a lot about in the queerness. I mean, that was mm-hmm. huge for me. I was like, wow, I guess so. Um, but not, that that show wasn't whatever. So then um, with Jacqueline and Kay, I don't even remember how I how they came into my my sphere. I, I assume that someone like a friend of mine probably sent me something that Kate was in, and John, Kate and John mm-hmm. early. Um, and then I just like started watching more of their stuff and especially like John and Kate's, um, Jacqueline I'm like less familiar with. It's, oh, it's, it's really, okay, okay. yeah, it's, Kate. it's really John and Kate and then okay. Kate subsequently, but like their sketches and just like, I think something in stand up that I, I guess what frustrates me sometimes about like my own stand up is like, I want to be able to like say precise things mm. that are harder to explain. And I think like, in Kate and John's specials and like sketches and Kate's stand up, like there is such a an observational like truth that it doesn't necessarily have to be like profound, but it's like, oh fuck, like 
you know, whatever the classic, like holding mirror up to the, up to the society. Mm -hmm. Like that is something I really resonate with. And (laughs) I know it's silly, but like even the way that like Kate looks and like Jacqueline look and I'm like, yeah, like that. Inter- I don't know. I don't know. It, but it's just it's it's very like um, affirming, I guess. And where they're like beautiful women. I mean, you know, but they're not like hot girl comedy or like yeah. I'm such a pig. It's just like they're people mm-hmm. and actually don't need to degrade themselves in order to like no, or, just, you know. Yeah, they just they look like regular people. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just nice. And, um, but yeah, something with Kate is just like this sort of idiosyncratic, like, especially with her last, pre- uh, her last um, special, Cinnamon in the Wind, like this unwavering presence and like I what I perceive as like self-assurance in that she's like, it's not a fuck you to the audience, but it's like, I'm actually just going to go on this crazy little tangent in my brain. And like, if you're with me, cool. If you're not cool, I'm still like worthy. <laughs> this is me. Like, this is what I do. Like, yeah. Like, and so sure in that. So I think that's kind of, I don't have like a super um, nuanced or like, not super nuanced, but like super succinct. Obviously you can tell I'm not really like a succinct I, I don't speaker, want it. But, I mean, yeah. I'm not looking for succinct. Yeah. I'm, she She's an artist who I just feel so captivated mm-hmm. by. Um, and I find myself, I'm just like, I want to be you, but yeah. I'm not you. I have to figure out my own thing. Mm-hmm. But like, there are things about her style that are just yeah. so seductive to me. Totally. I think another, right, like not being that person. I think that another piece of that, that I'm like, oh, I like that is not going up there. <laughs> I, I was reading like a profile of Kate in the New York Times and he, the the writer Jason Zinneman shout out okay um why Audrey why do you know that um was I like great. Kate lol Kate you don't you don't necessarily leave the stage like knowing about her life and I'm like oh that to me that like you said the word seductive like that is seductive to me yeah like when I was younger yeah I, but she can pull that off is I'm jealous of totally I'm like, I'm like why do I have to tell everyone about how my my dad's rich but not that rich like why am I like <laughs> Oh, so funny. I'm like desperately over explaining yeah. all the personal details. And I'm like, why can't I just be this like mysterious force of yes. performance energy? Yes. Like her? I, and that's something that I really that is really attractive to me. I definitely am someone who gets like a vulnerability, like I mean, sort of like coined now, like vulnerability hangovers and stuff like that. And mm. I've tried to like because that's the thing about stand up. It's like actually in order to. There has to be something. There has to wait, be some. Wait, can you say more about a vulnerability hangover? Oh, yeah. Just like, I mean. <laughs> what, what is, I've, I've never heard that. Oh, really? LOL. Yeah. Okay, so this was, I think, there was a piece recently about this. I forget where I was reading it. But, um, yeah, it's like the idea of, like, sharing a lot of information with somebody or people and in that moment perhaps being, like, uninhibited and then later on being, like, Shit. I mean, it's overthinking. Thing. Yeah. Um, Ugh, did I, I felt I say that on the much? show on Friday night. Ooh. Really? I just like, yeah. Afterward, I was like, oh, I wish I could suck back in everything yeah. I just said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I felt way too exposed. How but... do you, yeah, the exposure. How do you feel now, now that it's, it's Sunday? Um, I I still feel like a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but I, I, I think it's like, it was actually more of a, um, I really benefit from practicing mm. in my house, like just saying saying things out loud, like building muscle memory for yeah. for jokes, not not memorizing every single little word, but yeah. like having a, a muscular familiarity with the flow of what I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't dedicate as much time to that for this performance, and so I was like oversharing in ways like you know in a very just like impulsive spur of the moment yeah. way that I haven't really developed those instincts mm. that well yet to totally just be you. as off the cuff so yeah. it was more of a oh this is more of a lesson of like you need to you can you can afford to spend a lot more time practicing mm, um, I feel that so hard and it's yeah. not really like the you know the individual details like what it, it is what it like I shared mm-hmm. what I shared and that's fine it's mm-hmm. more of a Okay, I'm gonna like approach performance with a little more discipline. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's tough. I know. You, I feel like sometimes to get there, you have to like, you have to. You got. You got to mess up. Yeah. You gotta. 100%. You gotta say a little too much sometimes. Yeah. To learn. No, I feel the same way. Um. Well, I'm sorry that happened, but I'm glad you feel like you have some clarity. Thank you. Yeah. But so vulnerability hanger. Mm. You get what vulnerability hanger was, and it is very cool about Kate that you sort of 
I'm like, do you have a boyfriend? Like, I don't know. You know, like, well, honey, she has a girlfriend. Now she has a girlfriend. Which yeah, I didn't we, know that. Oh, we can unpack. We can unpack. I feel so many type of way. I'm so happy for her, ultimately. Um, but, but yeah, so like that kind of like not sharing and then also just like, there's this pre- precision to like what she says. There really is. And it's not necessarily like, um, oh, she has like a great use of word economy. Like that's not the problem, but it's like, and I'm sure she does have, have, have great like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, a sense Control of, that, of judgment that. for that. Yeah, but it's just like this thing in the world where you're like, oh my god, fuck! Like that's so true. Like that is what I do when I do X, Y, Z, um, or something like that. Or like I think just, I mean, it's connect like comedy's connection. I think that's what it serves for me a lot of the time. And like being able to be like, oh my god, I feel that way. I think I spent a lot of time as a kid, especially like as an adolescent and like a high schooler, feeling like nobody else feels the way I do, mm-hmm. which is a unique experience only to me. Mm-hmm. Um. And so then I think with comedy and like watching a show like Broad City, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, like, or listening to Kay or John or like, um, I'm just like, oh, there are so like, that's, that feels more real. I don't know. Um, or even like, oh, there's so many shows like um, Insecure is like such a good one for this. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. But I can't really place like what it is that she like because she's not saying anything where it's like boom like oh shit yeah it's not you like know. oh political comic right. or you know sex raunchy comic it's yeah. like no it's, it's something else yeah it's just something else yeah yeah totally oh um, it's so cool i know i yeah i love her dearly yeah yeah do you have are are there other art performing artists you mm. performance artists you've been consuming lately or Hmm. Well, it's so funny because it's like actually <laughs> like there are some big names and then also like some local sure. people. But yeah, yeah, something yeah I want to like, hear. Yeah. Someone I've been watching. I'm kind of like waiting for her next thing. I saw her in like a, a an Instagram post the other day and I was like, oh, I wonder what she's up to. But like Michaela Cole yeah. um, is someone who I'm like very excited for her next stuff because I was watching her. um her like I guess what was Bumble Bumble? yeah was that a web series at first and then it was a and show and it was on Netflix I don't know and there's another show that she's done and like you know so there's just like um I'm just excited to see what she does because I was like oh my god yeah you kind of have been off my radar for a little while mm-hmm. um but yeah there are a lot so I'll, honey we're gonna do shout outs great please Richard Perez in New York City so fucking funny I just oh. saw his solo show okay so funny doing his own thing. Richard Perez. Yeah. I gotta check him out. And it's those idiosyncratic things that he's like picking up on. Um, he's great. I just saw his solo show. I saw Francesca Duva, I think that's how you pronounce her last name, Duva's show. Um, and that was also like a musical sort of thing, but uh, like very profound about like grief and moving on and like finding peace and um like very excellent yeah um like i've just been seeing a lot of good solo show like esther phallic had a really good show Mm. the other night that i saw also musical Mm -hmm. and it's this thing like with francesca and esther too where it's like people who are really fucking like i think i'm interested in like i think what's interest like what i'm picking up on it's like most of these people aren't doing like quote unquote standard Traditional comedy. Standard. Yeah. And that's what I think I'm I'm like, oh Audrey, that's actually informative. Like maybe that's something that you want to sort of explore more. Mm-hmm. I, I dabbled in like musical comedy one time. But um but and I think I like performing not necessarily stand up. Like I think I just like being like crazy sometimes on stage. Um but anyway, Francesca and Esther are like exceptionally skilled comedians, but then also like really gifted musicians Mm. like produced a lot of their own tracks and like esther composed stuff like just really um and that just i don't like something about those experiences that are just so um like all-encompassing so rich yes yes so rich it's so textured yes um Um, and like moving and not just like oh this word rhymes but like (laughs) that's such a specific thing like esther's talking about like these trans healthcare places that like I know of in the city or like queer, queer healthcare places. I'm like, oh my God, that's like only some of the audience is going to get that. I mean, maybe most of her audience is going to get it, but like just, just really good stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway, and like Francesca too. And, and 